Welcome to the Die Hard Minute Podcast, a presentation by Movies by Minutes, where we break down the 1988 John McTiernan movie Die Hard, one minute at a time. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Darkash. And today we're covering Minute 38 of Die Hard, quite possibly the greatest Stairway to Heaven minute ever. And we are joined by a guest from Good Times, Great Movies. Doug is here to help us out. Well, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate this. <laughs> we're definitely going to need a little help in this minute, because this minute is... It starts off aggravating, and there are some moments I really need to explain to me. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm, I'm not the one to do that, but, you know, I'll try and I'll pretend. But can I just say one thing? And only because I'm, I'm, I'm on this podcast for one minute and one minute alone, so I have to say this. This is my grandmother's favorite movie. And I'm, that's not a lie. She loves it, and I don't know a single person out there whose grandmother has this as their favorite movie. Well, I have to assume she just loves Christmas, because this is the greatest Christmas movie ever made. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, this and Home Alone, I guess. <laughs> Gremlins. Right. You, you, you will find people that will fight you tooth and nail about that, about saying this is not a Christmas movie. Oh, sure. It, to me, it ticks off all the boxes. It takes place at Christmas. Christmas is integral to the plot. It's not like there's a tree in it. Like, everything has to do with it. Stuff that happens later... I mean, from beginning to end, he's there because it's Christmas. It can't get more Christmas than this. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I mean, I I agree. It's not a it's not an annual watch. It's not a holiday season watch. But I get it. Yeah. All right. So this minute begins with there are rules for policemen and ends with a pat on the shoulder. Ah, oh, sounds like a nice minute. I don't know what could possibly go wrong. Mm-hmm. All right. So we spent the last two days chasing Tony around this room, and yes, yes his name is Tony. his name is Tony. <laughs> I know a lot of Eastern European men named Tony. (laughs) Well, his name is Tony. It's a holdover from the original script where these guys were all going to be mafia. So he was going to be Little Tony. That seems lazy, though. Like, you could easily change that. That takes no time at all. Like, you you couldn't find some vaguely pseudo-racist Euro-trash name to call him. He couldn't be Klaus or something. And I have spent the last two minutes just railing on this guy's outfit. Yeah, we've been, we haven't wearing. stopped about his outfit. His outfit really <laughs> annoys us. <laughs> well, he seems... It's an odd outfit to wear in this situation. <laughs> we even okay. questioned where he kept his, kept his other magazines because um, he doesn't have any pockets in them sweatpants. <laughs> right. Why do you Why do you elect to wear this if you are committing this heist? It seems very impractical. You're not going to blend in with the crowd if you need to escape later or no. anything like that. You can't put anything in your pockets, like you said. Maybe where he's from, they think that's how Americans dress. Maybe that's what oh. it is, Jeff. We never thought of that. He's trying to blend in. But they weren't trying to blend in. Uh, there was only <laughs> only like one guy trying to blend in. It's the or two guys. There's the guys downstairs. The guy that's working the front desk. The guy at the front desk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's dressed to like blend in, and he's like an American, so right. he doesn't have the accent. Oh yeah, I don't know what in the hell this guy's wearing. Nobody else is wearing this crazy that he's yeah, got on exactly. And if you're going to blend in, like, if you're going to do the typical American blend in, the cliche, wouldn't it be, like, blue jeans and a t-shirt? Yeah, jeans and a t-shirt, yeah. exactly. And maybe not have a deeply, deeply uh, thick Eastern European accent. <laughs> or that haircut. Yeah. Or those <laughs> glasses. That already, too. <laughs> yeah. I will say, in the where this minute begins, it's not the most annoying thing that goes on in this minute. I brought it up. At the end of the last minute, I'll bring it up again today. He's got this guy dead to rights. Now, this is early in the movie, so he's not just slaughtering terrorists yet. But if there's one thing you do not do, 
ever, if you're putting a weapon on somebody, is walk up and put it up against them. Because now you're so close to them, it doesn't take very much for them to get that weapon off of them. Right. He may actually yeah. spin around and push you against the wall. Yeah. Which does happen. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Didn't, didn't he see kiss, kiss, bang, bang? I mean, yeah. come on. It's, it's right there. There's several different ways to handle the situation. You can be cold-blooded and just shoot the guy. That's right. one way to handle it. You can call out that you're behind him, and if he attempts to turn towards you to put his gun on you, you shoot That's him. That's right. And you don't or, feel so bad. What you don't do is, I have a third option if you're trying not to, so he goes up there and he says, you know, he's talking about his captain says this. So his move is to pull the gun off of him and try to elbow him in the head. Yeah, that wasn't smart. No. Okay, <laughs> why not just cold cock him with the gun? Right, hit him with the gun. At least you have. Especially because this guy is physically dominating you. Like, this guy is physically larger than you. Why would you get that close? Not to mention, if you've ever seen a movie before, if you hit somebody with a gun, they go right out, knocks them right out. Right. If you hit them with a bottle, it breaks. (laughs) Yeah. For one of the few moments in the the movie, McLean gets hit with non movie logic of he tries to elbow the guy in the head and he's not immediately going unconscious. (laughs) Right. He does what would really happen. The guy immediately starts to fight back and he loses his gun within five seconds. Yeah. And then he he goes for a piggyback ride because that's a good idea. Uh, he's got no other options, really. Yeah, he, he jumps on the guy. This guy just unloads. I have written in my notes. All right, so they sent this guy up there <laughs> to deal with him. Is nobody perturbed by the amount of gunfire going on up there? <laughs> nobody even notices. He's only one no, floor I up. Mean, oh, is he really? Is that what it is? I think it's, oh, maybe it's a couple floors. I still feel like maybe if you fired a machine gun on, like, the 32nd floor and we were on, like, the 30, 30th floor. Where are they at? They're 29th floor, I think. But there's nobody else you in the building. Probably- the build- the building's empty. No, yeah, you're right. I mean, they did say go up there and take care of him. I mean, maybe they just assume he's really taking care of this guy. And <laughs> but this is so the second the amount t- of gunfire isn't concerning. <laughs> he did fire his weapon on Tuesday, I believe, too. So this is the second time you've heard it go off. So unless right. he's just like a weird sadist, you don't need to. <laughs> They're like Tony's shooting his gun again. He does this crap all the time. Yeah, Tony, he's nuts. <laughs> like, yeah, look Carl, where in this? <laughs> right. Yeah, Carl, what's wrong with your brother? Oh, I did. Uh, I was trying to look for this from the other podcast that made me think about this. Now, at twelve seconds, it's right after the gunfire. He's on his back. I'm trying to see where it happens. It right after the gunfire starts, and he smashes through part of the wall. Yeah, there's an obvious stuntman riding on another obvious stuntman. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, now I want to see this. I'm going. John McClane looks like he's lost most of his um his uh, upper body strength. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, he's a he's a little skinnier, and he's got a little bit of a thicker head of hair. And the blonde hair on the other guy looks like a wig. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a wig. <laughs> like the wow, hairline. I didn't even notice that. That's how I don't even notice in movies. You pointed that out. Now I'm never going to be able to unsee that again. Yeah, like I, there's another one where he's he's climbing on his back when he starts putting his head into the drywall. Yeah. That's also not him, but he does do it once himself. I'll give him that. Oh, right. He does do it once himself. <laughs> yeah. The blonde in the Stuntman is actually more like a grayish color, too. It's not really that yeah. like blonde as the other one. <laughs> I do have it uh, written down because they start, as they start fighting, you know, they go through the drywall. They start breaking through a bunch of metal poles that are just sitting there. Yeah. Which That's I like, think are supposed to be metal, like, building studs, but it doesn't look like it when they go through it. Yeah. And I said, uh, luckily for the fight choreographer, nothing is nailed down up here. <laughs> there's nice, easy-to-break uh, drywall, and there's, you know, metal rods that aren't hooked to anything. I don't know if you've ever actually, like, I mean, you've walked around your house or a place. If you walk into something that's, like, metaled, you know, that's actually nailed into something, 
it hurts it a lot, <laughs> and it yeah. does not give for you. <laughs> no, you don't just plow through it. No way. <laughs> yeah, in my basement, I have a partially redone room that looks a lot like this area, and I can't just elbow the metal and just <laughs> snap that stuff. Yeah, you would be in a world of hurt after this. Yeah. That stuntman also seems to have a tattoo. Does John McClane have a tattoo? Yeah, he's he got a tattoo on his arm. We were trying okay, to figure out what it was right, last week. So that's, okay. We were arguing about it last week. I told right. Jeff it looked like a Guns N' Roses tattoo, and then after that he couldn't see anything but that. So <laughs> Guns we can't figure out what it is. <laughs> I think it's Slash. It's Skull with it. Hat on its head. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting right. character choice for John McClane. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so about halfway through the minute, they're fighting, and the stuntman is riding on his back again, and they plow through a door, which is where Straight I have... Even if I'm willing to meet him halfway and say that, okay, well, this, this floor is under construction. That stuff's probably not all nailed in yet. This door is on there. It's on the hinges. Yeah, those hinges... Yeah, it snaps <laughs> right off. Yeah. I don't care how hard you hit that door... It would probably a never come off, and b even if it did, doors don't break off like that. <laughs> no, no, no. And this is this isn't a, a door that I have, you know, in my house. It's not like a closet door that, right. if I ran into it hard enough, I might be able to make a dent in it. I mean, this thing is reinforced. This is an office this building door that you should be able to lock when you leave the room. Right, exactly. Yeah. This is it's heavy. supposed to be a stairwell door. It's supposed to protect you from like a fire. Oh yeah, it's supposed to protect. You from falling down the steps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they plow through it. Thankfully, the door falls right off to the side so they can go down the steps. Yeah. Um, the fall down the steps, I don't know what stuntmen had to do this, but that's an ugly fall it's down the steps. It's a rough fall, yeah. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, especially you got two stuntmen. It's not just one guy going down where he can protect himself. They have to keep hold of one another. It's it's a rough stunt. Yeah. And I mean, now I'm starting to wonder if the reason why this dude's wearing sweatpants head to toe is so they could pad him for this fall. Oh, <laughs> wow! Well, I didn't think of that. It's possible. But the, the other guy's not going to have any padding except no. for because he's got the the, the wife beater on. Right. Also, no the, the, feet. Yeah. The stairs feet. are. The stairs are supposed to be metal, although I assume they could be rubber and just paint it to look metal. metal. They look really metal, though. Yeah. So that fall, that is not an easy fall. That is – there's one thing I remember a stuntman talking about. The one thing they never wanted to do was fall down the stairs going backwards. Because there was no way to – Yeah. There's no way to protect yourself going down. So it looks like – That tattoo is – Totally a skull wearing a top hat. I told you, it's a slash <laughs> tattoo. With roses. Oh my god. It's a Guns N' Roses tattoo. I knew it. <laughs> so, I'm watching the fall down the steps again, and I think the way they're trying to protect each other is he's got the blonde around the neck, and they kind of just somersault over each other on the yeah. way down. So, they both have their hands down at the same time, they both push off, they both land on their feet at the same time, and then he kind of tosses him down to the bottom so that they avoid the last couple steps. And then he just lays on top of him so that you can't see that the guy is, you know, not actually dead. I did have a question for you if you listen to the minute. What did you think of the Foley work when the body, the guy hits the floor at the bottom? You hear, like, a crack and, like, a, ah! Yeah. <laughs> That's what I have. I have Foley on the neck break. Good or bad? <laughs> it's okay. It seems a little off. But it yeah, sound I mean, bad. it's a it's a very <laughs> celery snapping sound. So hey, it works. You know, it gives def- you the idea of what's happening. 
<laughs> it feels like something that was added like two weeks before the movie was put in its final print. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, well, we need to have something to indicate that the guy died falling down the steps. Yeah, they'll be like, and nobody the, will understand this. Yes, I mean, we we have the sound of him going, Ugh. like, no, no, you got to <laughs> add a sound of his neck breaking, or people aren't going to know what's going on. Uh, I'll give him this though. This is a pretty unique way to kill a a terrorist in a movie. It's not, you know, he didn't use his awesome special forces kung fu grip. He literally just was holding on to the guy, fell down the steps, and accidentally broke his neck. Yeah. So John McClane's first kill of the movie, Cha-Ching, is basically an accidental kill. And I think that's why it works so well. You know, it's not well, like he's he's out there just shooting up the place and just blowing these dudes away. Like, shit gets real now. He he killed this guy. He That's why he didn't shoot him in the head at first, you know? He was thinking, I can disarm this guy, I can take this, and I can I can defuse the situation in a somewhat civilized manner. Right. He hasn't now killed anyone yet, he hasn't right. actually de- you know, decided he was going to kill anyone yes. yet. But now he's in too deep. <laughs> <laughs> well, now he has. <laughs> yeah. But even at this point, yeah, he's not, he's not Rambo, he's not, uh... He's not Schwarzenegger, where he's just like, oh, I just, I'm snapping necks left and right and ripping people's throats out. And so, like, I mean, later on in the series, he basically becomes that. Yeah. <laughs> but at this point, he's like, he's supposed to be your everyman. Again, he doesn't shoot the guy because he's a cop. Because a cop doesn't walk up and blow your brains out, even if you got, a, they're not supposed to walk up and shoot you if you have a gun. They're supposed to put that down. Right. Freeze. And then if you, if you turn towards them, yeah, then they shoot you. I mean, he already made a mistake of getting so close, but yeah, so we have the fall down, break the neck scene. And I, I mean, it can't be said enough that not only Bruce Willis, you know, as McLean and then his stuntman, they had to do all this in bare feet. Yeah. Yeah. Which sucks a lot. Oh God, I should not have paused it right there. 38 seconds. He's sitting up after laying on the guy. And there's a huge thing of spit coming out of Bruce Willis' mouth. Oh, where I wish I had my screen capture on right now because this would be the this would I be what I put up for this minute. It is disgusting. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Oh yeah, there it goes. <laughs> oh yeah, it's pretty terrible. But uh, I have here. So he kicks the guy over and he's sitting back. And uh, again, unlike a lot of action heroes, especially your mid '80s, late '80s guys. He looks like he's been in a fight. Yeah. He is out of breath. He is sucking wind. And for the first time in the movie, he's got blood on the wife beater. To use wrestling lingo, he's really selling it. He's selling oh, yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he's selling it. He needs the, the, the crowd to start chanting USA or he's not going to be able to get up. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to get pumped up. Yeah, his, uh, his shirt has finally gone from looking freshly laundered to looking like he had a little bit of pasta tonight. Yeah. He's got a little bit of blood. I, I guess from it looks like he might have broke the guy's nose when they fell down. Well, if you look now while he's laying on the ground, he, there's blood on his face all of a sudden. I don't know. Oh, you know what? I can look at it because he's going to grab the dude by the hair so we get a nice frontal <laughs> shot of this guy's dead face looking at this camera. Which is another reason why I don't think you need the celery snap sound in there is if you can't tell this guy's dead... Oh, you can look at him and see he's dead. <laughs> this guy's real yeah. dead. Yeah, I do love how he has to look at him. He's like, oh, that's what that guy looks like. <laughs> so this is Tony. A, yeah, and we get a good shot of the uh, the tattoo again, and it's definitely a, a skull with a top hat. And there looks like there's roses on the bottom of it. <laughs> Here, I just, I just screenshot the tattoo and I sent it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder so, if Bruce Willis in real life is a Guns N' Roses fan. Oh, maybe. Oh, so I got a question for you. <laughs> You think this Let- was his choice? He was like, here's what we're going to do. Yeah, I want a little... Uh, my favorite band is Guns N' Roses. Or like, I'm a huge he wanted, Slash fan. Or, or a better idea, he had another band in mind. He's like, well, you know, I love Aerosmith. And they couldn't clear it. 
<laughs> and they're like, no, it's got to be somebody else. It's got to be a, you got to go GNR. He's like, oh, I don't really like them that much. I mean, Sweet Child of Mine's okay, but you know, I'm not a big fan of their later work. I didn't like Use Your Illusion. So the last second of the minute, uh, Tony's laying there, you know, a dead-eyed corpse. He looks like the kid from Stand By Me. And uh, he taps him on the shoulder. Was that like a good game? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, good fight, my friend. <laughs> nice work, buddy. Yeah. Uh, you're the loser this time, but uh, thanks for a, a nice fight. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how else to interpret it. <laughs> Just like, it, it, it is an odd choice to, I mean, I don't know. It kind of puts a button at the end of the scene or something, you know, I guess. But he could have just set up and that's it. Like, you don't you don't need to do that. You don't need to touch the corpse or pat the guy or, right. or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess you could have uh, lifting him up, maybe. I think that's more for the audience. You could also have him check the guy's pulse. That would have been a good way right. to know if the guy was dead right, or not. Right, Because, again, he's a regular guy, so for him killing somebody at this point in his career as a uh, as a terrorist stopper is still a big deal. I mean, by, like, Die Hard with a Vengeance, he's just, like, shooting people in the street in Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, yeah, not a real big is, deal anymore. Right, this is an old hat to him quite yet. <laughs> it's not old top hats. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, so this will be the last we see of old uh, Andres Wisniewski, R.I.P., Oh, well, technically, it's not the last we no, see of him. No, no, it's the last we see of him alive. Right. <laughs> but he's um, still got some screen time in it. He's still got some screen time. Uh, I mean, I would argue he has even more famous screen time coming up. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Think that's, uh, I think that's a little later, but uh, he really has not been in much I've ever seen. He was in Mission Impossible in a very small role, which is interesting because he was in Mission Impossible, the original, in a very small role, and then he's in Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol in a very small role. Oh, but it's not the same character. It's just no. But I, I mean, know. he's still a working actor. Yeah, he's still out there. He's got a movie in 2017 in post production. Okay. Instrument of War. He plays Carl Herman. So he took his brother's um, name. Hey, he took Carl's <laughs> name. Yeah, he doesn't have much else on here that uh, I've heard of. I hush in two in 2008. Uh, he was in the Living Daylights. I wonder if he was just one of the goons. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, because that was before this. That's the one with uh. Oh God! This, this like the Spanish guy, or is like the bad guy? Uh, yeah, what's remember. his name? He's, he's all uh, he's got like the pop. He's in go- he's in Goonies, right? He's the guy yeah, from Goonies, yep, the one that yep. sings opera. Exactly. Oh, this is, I gotta go look him I, up now. I can't think of his name. He died recently, I believe. Uh, why do I not see this guy's name? Am I looking at the right movie? Sometimes I get him confused with. Am I thinking of the wrong? Is this the wrong movie? <laughs> is this the other one? Are we thinking of the other <laughs> the other Timothy Dalton one? You know what? What was the other one with him? Uh. uh not you only die. What is it called? The other one, license to kill. That's the other one. You know what? It is that one. Oh God! Whoever's doing the James Bond minutes crying at home yeah. right now. Like you idiots. I'm glad I didn't get involved. <laughs> the man made two James Bond movies, and you got them confused. I don't care. I'm still looking the guy up. Robert. Robert Davy or Davy is yeah because he was also uh and he's not dead. This is terrible. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah, this is awful. Oh my god, we need to hang it up. We're just they're not doing well here. And not only is he not dead, he's got five movies coming out in 2017. <laughs> yeah, I I apologize if one of his family members is listening to this right now. He's they assume he died. <laughs> I'm sorry that I said he's died. He's literally doing way more than I am. He's got like a, he's got like ten movies in some sort of pre-production or post-production. Hey, he's far <laughs> more successful in death than I am in life. Really. <laughs> All right. So uh, 
after we've embarrassed ourselves, I don't think I have anything else for this minute. Uh, is there any uh, anything anything about this minute of Die Hard you want to talk about, Chris? <laughs> no, yeah, you guys did pretty good on your own. I'm you <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah, thanks for your help, by the way. <laughs> thanks for your your James Bond knowledge. <laughs> Which so, I have uh, none of, so I couldn't help you anyway. All right. Um, do you have anything about this minute, Doug, or anything about Die Hard in, at all, since this is the only minute you're going to be joining us for? No, I mean, I just, like anybody else, I, I really enjoyed Die Hard, uh, the, the franchise, pretty much. I haven't seen the most recent, what, one or two? I don't even know. What are they up to now? <laughs> I don't know. I, I tapped out after... Um, Live for your Die Hard. I think that was the one where like, okay. the internet guy tried to take over. I didn't even see that one. Is that I like stopped. the third or fourth? That's the fourth one. You That's could just uh, stop with the Samuel L. Jackson one, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Right. Just tap out at that point. Yep. That's the last one that makes any sense at all. <laughs> okay, good um, to know. To uh, bring it back to Jay and Silent Bob Minute, uh, the fourth one is the one Kevin Smith's in. Okay, I did see that one. Yeah. What? So wait, what? Kevin Smith? Yeah, he is plays in a Die Hard movie. Yes, he plays a character called Warlock. God. He's like a like a hacker, like a super hacker. Oh man! <laughs> All right, did they just do this during lunch breaks of uh, what, was that movie? what was that movie Kevin Smith made with? Uh, Bruce oh, Willis? Cop Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but that's the movie where they met, and he decided that Bruce Willis <laughs> was a pretty cool guy, and they should make a whole movie together. And then that turned into a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> and all he did was talk about how much he hates Bruce Willis after that. Whoa! Wow. For a oh long yeah. Time. Yeah. Oh yeah. For years, like he he hated him. Not anymore. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, apparently, like ten years later, Bruce Willis just out of nowhere called him on the phone and talked to him. Just asked him how he was doing and stuff for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just the super crazy stuff that only like super A list celebrities can get away with. Right. Yeah. Right. All right, uh, so if you don't have anything else about Die Hard, where can the uh, fine people of Movies by Minutes find you? Uh, okay, you can uh, find my podcast at goodtimesgreatmovies.com. It's on iTunes, too. You can find it there. Or you can follow us on, uh, what is it, at GTGMcast on Twitter. That's pretty bad. You're, you're forgetting your own stuff. I have no idea what's going on <laughs> All right. now. Now let's see if I can get through the rest of my outro. All right, so... Uh, we'll be back tomorrow to find out what McLean's going to do with his body. If you want to hear more from us, you can go over to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, or you can uh, listen to our old podcast at the Burbs Minute. Uh, the Twitter for Die Hard is at Die Hard Minute, and make sure you stop by the uh, listeners page. It's on Facebook, Die Hard with a podcast listeners limo. Uh, you can go over to the big site, DieHardMinute.com, and if you are just not getting enough Movies by Minutes podcast, you can go over to MoviesByMinutes.com. Every movie you've ever watched is basically being broken down minute by minute. It is frightening how many are on there. So that's all I have for right now. yippee ki yay Melon Farmer. Tell me you got that. I got it, I got it. Hit your heart on Channel 5.